Welcome to Perspectives on Social Justice, where we are giving the world a voice. Our podcasts serve as forums addressing environmental justice, food insecurity, education and economic equity, and climate change. So today we are talking to uh, Rosemary Griffin. She is the uh, farm manager at, uh, at the Atlanta Food Forest at Brownsville. Uh, community garden. She is the garden manager uh, and we're here today to talk to, to her about what the Atlanta Urban Food Forest Garden is and, and, and the contributions that it is making to, uh, to engage the quest of food security uh, and, and really be able to uh, serve as a uh, a uh, an educator to many people who may be listening to her uh, and listening to the about the work that is being done uh, at the Brownsville property uh, and, and and allow it to to guide them if they want to uh, think about starting their own garden. So we're going to start out. Uh, we're going to start out. Um, Rosemary, if you tell us about who you are, uh, tell us also about the Urban Food Forest Garden and what is it that you do there? Uh, thank you, Dr. White, for the opportunity to share with you and your followers who we are. Um, I'm Rosemary Griffin, the Community Garden Manager. We're the Community Garden Group with the 39 beds on the Browns Mill Road side of the site. Uh, there's another uh, community garden over on the Ryan Hills. East Ryan Hill side. Uh, the Urban Food Forest at Browns Mill is really a unique property. It's a 7.1 acre site, which is currently the largest uh, food forest in the United States. This particular land uh, has a rich history in growing food. Originally, it was owned by the Morgan family who farmed it. They used to hang excess food. They grew on their fence for neighbors to share in their bounty. So we're kind of carrying on that tradition as well. The land was purchased in about 2016 by the Conservation Fund with the aid of a grant from the USDA Forest Service Community Forest and Open Space Conservation Program. And that saved it from turning into just another residential development because it had actually been slated to have, I think it was townhouses that were going to go in there. Mm. Uh, the conservation fund uh, stewarded the land until they turned it over to the city of Atlanta as a public park in 2019. Now, now Ms. Rosemary, I know this wasn't uh, a part of that question, but do you know, uh, would you happen to know uh, what, how they were able to uh, change the course from it being some uh, townhomes to what it is now? How did the conservation fund uh, uh how did the conservation fund convince them to do something different? Well, I don't remember the name of the person that brought the idea to the city of Atlanta, but uh, I think maybe they had seen it somewhere else. I would have to go back into the history part of it to kind of bring you up to date on that. But they were looking to do a food forest, so they were searching for a site to do it on. And they ended up coming up with this site you know, uh, for us, the first food for us for Metro Atlanta. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
and it, a very unique idea it was and to have that seven acre site and um and and, and really um from a from a publicity standpoint and a, an awareness standpoint to have it uh to, to have it designated as the largest urban food forest in the country i think that really does uh create a lot of excitement and a lot of curiosity uh, about about it so so for 2022 we understand that there was a major project undertaken for the garden can you tell us a little bit more about this project and its impacts uh, sure. Uh, we applied for and received a grant from the Fruit Guys Community Fund. Uh, their goal is really to help farms and gardens operate more sustainably, both environmentally and economically, as well as to strengthen the community uh, where, you know, those sites are. Uh, what we did with the grant was to revamp our irrigation system using uh, a product that utilizes tubings making up square foot grids. We also installed a rain sensor as part of our programmable system. Okay. This project is gonna help with the conservation of water as well as saving our garden members valuable time by not having to hand water. Mm -hmm. We are extremely grateful to the Fruit Guys Community Fund. Uh, we're also very grateful to you for bringing this grant opportunity to our attention, you know, allowing us to be able to go and apply for it. So of thank course. you. Uh, well, you're welcome. I, I, um, you know, my goal is to make sure that I'd be a resource and a support to organizations and persons such as yourself who really care about um, uh, care about uh, advocating for food security and creating awareness of ways in which um, they can be, that our community can be more um, educated and aware of the issues pertaining to uh, food insecurity. But, you know, I'm very curious. Uh, and again, I know this wasn't on the, on the list, but you guys installed, um, uh, for those of us in the world uh, who don't really understand a lot of the terminology and really understand uh, some of the definitions. You say you installed a rain sensor as part of a programmable system. And so could you explain to um, to those who may not know, who may be listening, who might think, hey, this sounds like a great idea, what a rain sensor is? I mean, obviously, you know, we know it's going to sense rain, but how does it, how does it sense rain? Well, how does that actually work? And it's, when you say programmable system, is it like a remote control? You know, just give us a little bit more uh, intelligence about that. Well, the system is already programmable. Uh, it's basically a timer, okay? Just like sprinklers that would come on in the yard. You can program it to come on, you know, day and time whenever you want to. With the rain system being added to it will do is, if it rains and the system is scheduled to come on, it won't come on because if there has been enough rain, you know, the sensor is going to detect that and not have it come off. So you aren't really wasting water. Right, exactly. And right, because then you can really regulate, um, you know, how, the, the, how plants are watered and then it also helps save money from a, from a financial standpoint. That would save money on the on the water bill too, because we're still you know, we're utilizing um, the city water at that property. 
Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Um, and, and it's and it is a conservation. Uh, that that's the category that that project fits in. Kind of a, a conservation project. I'm pretty sure that that project, your your uh, water conservation project, is probably catching the eye and catching the attention of a lot of growers in the city of Atlanta. So I, I'm glad that you are able to uh, benefit uh, from the, the grant that was given to you by, uh, by the food guys. This ends our first installment. Next time, we will speak about some best practices for gardening. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also check out our YouTube channel for more videos on our subject matters. Happy planting, everyone.